Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Christian Bay TV and podcast where Christ and Culture Connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful day. As you guys see from the title, today we're talking about It's All of This for Nothing. And we're coming from the book of Mark, chapter 2, verses 3 through 5. So grab your journals. Honestly, y'all, this 30 days of podcast, I'll be feeling like I'm picking up the phone and calling y'all. Like, all right, girl, let me tell you what happened today. Or boy, if you're listening. All right, let me tell you what happened today. Like, I literally this morning after I finished my quiet time preparing for this podcast, I was like, dang, God, I'm really excited about today's work. Like, I feel like I'm always excited, but today it kind of hit different. And I really was about to start this episode like, all right, boom. So let's get into it. Like, I almost didn't do the intro because I be feeling like I just be calling y'all on the phone. We just chit chatting a little bit and then, you know, we hanging up. But anyways, let's get into it. We're coming from the book of Mark chapter 2. Verses 3 through 5 is what we're going to be focusing on, but I'm just going to read verses 1 through 5 because it's quick and easy, like Jay Nice said. So Mark chapter 2, the subtitle is, and I'm reading in the NIV translation, the subtitle says, Jesus forgives and heals a paralyzed man. Mark chapter 2, verse 1 says, a few days later, when Jesus again entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. They gathered in such large numbers that there was no room left, not even outside the door. And he preached the word to them. Verse three says, some men came bringing to him a paralyzed man carried by four of them. Since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it and they lowered the mat the man was lying on. Verse five says, when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, son, your sins are forgiven. You got your journal let's get into it okay so today we're talking about is all of this for nothing so as i was reading this the first thing that god allowed to stand out to me was verse three verse three says some men came bringing to him a paralyzed man carried by four of them and the first thing that god allowed to stand out to me was the fact that they came after verse two had just said it was so many people that you could not get in it was even crowded outside verse two literally says they gather in such large numbers that there was no room left not even outside the door but then verse three turns around and literally says some men came bringing to him a paralyzed man carried by four of them how they came when there was no room on the inside or the outside and what God showed me is that they had enough faith to come in a place where there was no room. They had enough faith to take up space. If you're taking notes, the first thing I want you to write down is to take up space. They had enough faith to come, not just one of them, not just two of them, not just three of them. It says it was four men and they was carrying their paralyzed friend on a mat. They had enough faith to take up space in spite of it being crowded on the inside and crowded on the outside. All five of them still said, we on our way all five of them still had enough faith to show up and this is the type of faith that we have to have because a lot of times we allow crowds or opinions or what we see to make us think to make us doubt or to make us change our plans but they had already had their plans set in stone we already on the way we already carrying him why would we turn around just because y'all say it's crowded just because you say it's no room well if it's no room i'm gonna have to make room 
God has given us an example of the type of people that we should surround ourselves with. We should surround ourselves with people that have take up space faith. Not, girl, you don't need to go. They already said it's sold out. Girl, you don't need to go. They already said the job application. The They already said the role was filled at that job. Don't turn in no application. Don't try to apply to that school. Don't try to get into that company. It's already overcrowded. There's no space on the inside or the out. You need to surround yourself with people that have take Take up space faith. Even if it's no space, when I get there, it's going to be some space that's made. Even if it's no space, when I get there, it's going to be some shifting and shaking that's going on to make room for me. Because if this is where God is calling me, I have to have faith to know that even if it's overcrowded on the inside and out, God will make a way. All I have to do is have take up space faith. So verse three says, some men came in spite of it being crowded, some men came bringing to him a paralyzed man carried by four of them. Can y'all imagine this? It's crowded on the inside and out. And not only are y'all coming, but y'all carrying somebody. You, you drawing attention to yourself. Do you have enough faith to not care about what people say? So verse four says, since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd, because y'all in my way, since they could not get him to Jesus because of a crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it and then lowered the mat the man was lying on. See, because sometimes we have take up space, but we only have enough take up space to expect the crowd to move when we get there. And then if the crowd don't move or if the company don't accept you, if the people aren't nice to you, if the school don't say you're approved instantly if it doesn't happen as soon as we get there our faith runs out sometimes but God said I, I don't want you to just have take up space faith I want you to have make space faith if there's no space when I get there I'm gonna figure out a way to make some space I'm gonna figure out what needs to be moved around I'm gonna look at the roof I'm gonna look at the back door I have to have faith that goes beyond what I see in the physical realm because if God has called me to this thing there must be a way in I understand what I see with my physical eyes, but I have to tap into the spiritual realm and say, God, when you called me here, what did you see from me? I know you didn't call me on a blank trip. God is not going to tell you to do anything and, you, and it ends in failure. If he called you to something and it does not look like it's working out, it does not look like there's room for you. It does not look like there's space. He said, I need you to have make space faith, figure out a way to make space. Don't just leave. Don't just let people tell you, oh, this is all that we can do. It's nothing else I can do for you. God said, take up space and also make space. And if you're an entrepreneur or a content creator or an influencer, this is a word for you. This is a confirmation for you because there are so many businesses, so many content creators and, and influencers that talk about the market is oversaturated. Everything is oversaturated. Make space make space. Even if it's oversaturated, they looked at the roof and said, I guess I got to dig a hole in it. It ain't no space for us in here. We're going to have to figure out a way. Use the creativity that God has given you to step outside of the norm. You don't have to do what everybody, you don't have to do it how everybody else do it when God has called you. He's a God of the extraordinary. He's a God that thinks outside the box. His thoughts and his ways are far beyond ours. So if he called you to something, it's not because he wants you to be common. If he called 
calls you to something, it's not because he wants you to go about it the way that everybody else goes about it. If he calls you to something, it's not because he wants you to blend in with the crowd. He calls you to that place because he want to see you make something shake. He calls you to that place because he said, not only do I want you to take up space, I want you to make space because you're my vessel and I called you here and I'm about to let my power be reflected through you. So I need you to tap into your creative bag. I need you to activate your spiritual lenses and I need you to figure out what can you do to get to what I promised you. Make space if there's not enough for you. Don't just take it up by showing up. Make it. Shift some things. Disrupt the norm. Do what God is calling you to do and say, God, give me the vision. Give me what you had in mind when you called me to this place. They showed up and it wasn't no room and they said, we coming through the roof. Do you have coming through the roof, faith? Or do you just want stuff to be handed to you? You want to get to the place and you want God to clear out the room. That's the type of faith that we be having. Oh, I'm going to get here and I have enough faith for God to clear out the room. I said, do you have enough faith to tear off the roof? <laughs> I'm trying to take it up a notch. What you trying to do? Another thing that God showed me is nobody stopped them from digging a hole in the roof. See, we, we're so conditioned by the things of this world. We probably be thinking, oh, I probably can't do that. And that's really not possible. And we get so bound by the rules of this world, but there was nobody that stopped them from digging that hole in the roof because God had them covered. So not only did they take up space by showing up, God allowed them to be creative and have wisdom and knowledge to know we could just dig a hole through the roof. And he also went ahead of them to make sure nobody stopped them from digging a hole in the roof. These are the things you have to think about when you're reading the word of God. They went up on the roof and just start digging a hole in it. Not only that, God also showed me, we don't know how long it took them to dig the hole in the roof. That's not something you do in five minutes, but God is so good. And earlier this week, we talked about the timing versus the thing. God is so good that Jesus stayed there until they were finished digging a hole through the roof. Because remember, Jesus was there preaching the word. So he could have finished the word in 10, 15 minutes and left. But God is so good and his timing is so perfect that he allowed it to play out to where by the time they finished digging that hole through the roof and lowering him down, Jesus was still there. This is why it's important to trust what God tells you to do because they could have thought to themselves or if, if it was one of us, well, dang, the amount of time it's going to take to dig this hole, he probably going to be gone. But that wasn't listed in the scripture because when it's something that God tells you to do and when it's God's plan, God's will, God's step, he covers every corner. He covers every area. Jesus was there once they got the hole through the roof because it was a part of God's plan. So if God is telling you to do something, trust that he has the timetable aligned with the steps that he ordered for you see a lot of times we want to know too much imagine how much time it took them to dig that hole through the roof right who would have imagined that Jesus would still be there? But God did. God knew. So we have to just focus on being obedient and trust that if God is telling us to do this, he's going to cover everything else and make sure it works in our favor because we're being obedient to his will and the steps that he ordered for us. So the second thing that God showed me is he also wants us to have make space faith, have enough faith to make space, have enough faith to go against the norm and do that crazy thing that God is telling you to do. Do that thing that's never been done before. Start that business that nobody ever heard of before. Do the thing that God is telling you to do. Don't just take up space because we think it's enough to just show up sometime. And God is saying, I'm glad that you showed up, but what you about to do? I done gave everybody in the room. I done gave you influence over the room. What are you going to do with it? 
The last thing that God showed me is in verse five. It says, when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralyzed man, son, your sins are forgiven. Y'all, when God showed me this, I was like, wow. Jesus said, it says, when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the man, son, your sins are forgiven. Jesus was preaching, remember? He was giving a word to the crowd. So when did he stop preaching to turn around to them that was digging a hole in the roof and say, son, your sins are forgiven. So could it be that even while he was preaching to the crowded room, he was also paying attention to their digging. And when God showed me this, y'all, I pray that y'all are catching this word the way that I received it. Could it be that even while he was preaching, he knew they were working? See, a lot of times when we see God moving in the lives of other people and we see other people getting blessings, we begin to ask ourselves, is this all for nothing? Am I digging for nothing? Am I having faith for nothing? Am I sowing for nothing? Am I showing up every day for nothing? This company not even recognizing me. This company not even promoting me. My family not even seeing how consistent I'm being with going to church and reading my word. God, I haven't got a blessing and I don't know how long. Why? Am I praying every night? Am I doing this for nothing? Is this all for nothing? Am I wasting my time with being faithful? Am I wasting my time with fasting every week? Am I wasting my time with reading your word? Am I wasting my time with being celibate? Am I wasting my time with waiting on marriage? Am I wasting my time? Is this all for nothing? Because all I see is you preaching to the crowd. All I see is you blessing the other people. All I see is everybody else getting elevated. All I see is everybody else getting rewards. So am I doing this for nothing? It's all of this for nothing. But it says Jesus saw their faith and said, your sins are forgiven. And for the one that's questioning and asking God, is all of this for nothing? God, do you see my works? Am I enough? Is it not enough what I'm giving to you? I'm giving my all. I'm doing my best and I'm not seeing I'm not seeing any reward. I'm not hearing any word from you. You're not speaking to me, but I see you paying attention to everybody else. Your eyes are on a crowded room and I feel like I'm being overlooked. I feel like you don't even hear my prayers. I feel like you don't even see my efforts because I just see what you're doing for the crowd. I see how you preaching to the crowd. I see how you giving a word to the crowd. So is all of this for nothing? And God is saying to you today, your digging is not in vain because God sees you even when he doesn't say anything. Not one time in this scripture did Jesus say anything to the men carrying the paralyzed men. It was four of them carrying their paralyzed friend. And not one time in verse one through five, did Jesus say anything to them? Not one time did it say Jesus stopped preaching and went and gave them a hand. Not one time did it say Jesus acknowledged them. But it does say in verse five that when Jesus saw their faith, he said to them, your sins are forgiven. That thing that you've been carrying, that thing that you was digging for, that thing that you was taking up space with, that thing that you was making space for. Jesus said, your sins are forgiven. Sins are forgiven. I want to encourage you today. You've been wondering and asking, is all of this for nothing? Am I building for nothing? It still feels paralyzed. I don't see any movement in this area of my life. I don't see any increase. I don't see any breakthrough. I don't see any miracles. And I'm wondering if God is paying attention to the efforts that I'm putting in. 
in. I'm on top of the roof and I'm digging as best as I can. I want to know it's all of this for nothing. God says today, I want you to know that I see your faith and I'm going to, and it's going to be in my perfect timing when I say your sins are forgiven. It's going to be in my perfect timing when the shift begins. It's going to be in my perfect timing when the overflow is released. It's going to be in my perfect timing when I show up and show out for you. I don't want you to stop digging because I need you to know that your digging is not in vain. And even when it looks like I'm talking to the crowd, and even when it looks like I'm moving on behalf of the crowd, and even when it looks like I'm blessing everybody else in the room except you, I want you to know that I see your faith and your digging is not in vain. So today's seed is the still showing up seed. I'm still showing up even though there's no space. I'm still showing up even though it's crowded. I'm still showing up even though I don't know how I'm gonna get in the room. I'm still showing up even if I have to climb on the roof. I'm still showing up even though he preaching to them. I'm still showing up even though he blessing them. I'm still showing up even though I haven't got a reward. I'm still showing up even when I feel overlooked. I'm still showing up even when it hurts me. I'm still showing up even when it feels like he don't hear my prayers. I'm still showing up even when they laughing at me. I'm still showing up even when the doctor report didn't change. I'm still showing up even when I get lonely. I'm still showing up. I'm still showing up because God, I believe what you said. I'm still showing up because I have enough faith to believe that on one day at the perfect time and you're going to say, I saw your faith and everything is going to change for me. I'm still showing up because I have enough faith to believe that my digging is not in vain. I'm still showing up. And you can sow the still showing up seed to dollar sign of Christian Bay or PayPal Zelda Christian Bay at gmail.com. Still showing up. In spite of what it looks like, in spite of what I see, in spite of their opinions, in spite of what's said, in spite of how I feel, in spite of what I thought, I'm still showing up because my faith is bigger than anything else. Let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, thank you for waking us up and blessing us with another day. Thank you for this fresh revelation, Father God. Thank you for reminding us that we are never overlooked. Even when it feels like it, you you got eyes on the back of your head, seeing our digging and seeing our faith and seeing our sowing and seeing us plant seeds. You see all things, Father God. Even when it feels like you're focused on the crowd, you still have us in mind, Father God. So we thank you for being a good father. We thank you for never overlooking us. We thank you for never leaving forsaken us. We thank you for never forgetting about us. We thank you for never making us feel like we're alone in this process, in this journey of life, Father God. We thank you for your timing. Even when we don't understand it or it don't make sense to us, we thank you for your timing being perfect. And we thank you for having strength, discipline, drive, and obedience to still dig and to know at the end of the day, it's not in vain. Even when a reward or the promise or the plan doesn't come in our time period, we have faith to take up space to make space and to and to continue to sow into what you said because we know that it will not return to us void today we sow the still showing up seed father god because we're still showing up in spite of what we see because we're holding on to we're believing in and we're standing on what you said we love you father god and we'll forever praise your name and we thank you for giving us the strength to still show up in jesus name we pray amen I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Christian Bay TV and podcast. There's a new video dropping on my YouTube today. So make sure you go subscribe to the Christian Bay TV and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye.